We'd like to welcome you back to our current event and weekly Bible study for November 11th, 2014. And continuing with just the reports from this last week on Islam, just these are just normal, every weekly reports. Uh, <clears throat> Hamas or and CARE, C-A-R-I-R, which is another Islamic uh, group primarily operating out of the U.S., a very pro-jihadist, stealth Muslim group. Hamas and CARE put out a United States hit list against, quote, Islamophobes. So, see, you can't criticize this. They can do whatever they want, but don't you dare say anything against them. And it starts out by saying, let's consider the closed-mindedness of Islam. Their own book shows that they are against Christians and all infidels, which are non-Muslims, non-Muslims, their own history demonstrates what they believe, that they are superior, and that they have a right to destroy all those who will not name the name of Allah and recognize the demonically possessed thieving murderer Muhammad as their true prophet. Oh, he's also a pedophile. Married Aisha. Self, I mean, right out of their own writings, who was his favorite wife at the age of six and supposedly consummated the marriage at the age of nine. Well, when when this is your leader... When this is the guy, the devil, you look up to more than any other person in your religion, it's no wonder that, that there's such a, a lot of devils. You know? I mean, if that's your leader, I mean, if the head is sick, the whole body's going to be sick. And this religion, this cult, was totally evil and corrupted from its very inception. There was never, ever a time that there was ever any good in it. So, you know, by their fruit you shall know them. So that's, that's, um, you can click, mostly these are the people that they've got listed. Uh, I think they've got people like Sean Hannity and, uh, Bridget Gabriel and uh, some other people maybe in, uh, politics and things like that, that they've got on this hit list that they're putting out. And they're, they're doing this. Can, Can you imagine if Christians put out a hit list of, of, um, Christian phobes in Islam? Oh, they'd be rioting in the streets by tomorrow, even in America. How dare we? How dare we say anything against their religion of peace? They could do whatever they want, though. You know, they can go and kill and slay and behead and murder and rape their way across the world, and we're all supposed to just shut up about it and not say a word. Not me. Muslim, here's another headline, Muslim terror rivals unite under ISIS banner. They say, quote, we have to remove the cross and the carrier of the cross is America. This is what, they're they're uniting under ISIS. All of these other factions of of Islam, all the other really hardcore terrorist, fundamental, because they're being fundamental to the faith of Islam, are starting to unite under the terror banner of Islam. ISIS, Al-Qaeda, the Muslim Brotherhood, uh, the Islamic State, and um, they're all uniting underneath, this is a a, a report out of worldnetdaily.com, I give you the link here, I'm not going to read it, but because it it goes into a lot of the specific people that are actually doing this, but essentially you've got your, all of the most hardcore terrorist factions, the hardcore terrorist factions, Fundamental to the faith of Islam are all uniting under the banner of ISIS now to remove the cross, the, 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 in reference to the cross of Jesus Christ, the cross of Christian cross, and the carrier of the cross is America. <clears throat> Another report, exclusive leak, FBI re- report warns of potential homegrown ISIS attacks against law enforcement in the U.S., Been playing in this stuff for decades. Muslim sleeper cells all over the place. We've done nothing. We, our government, I believe, knows where they're at. <clears throat> We've done nothing to stop them. We've done everything to propagate them, essentially. We've let them operate unhindered, unencumbered. And again, like I said, if it's evil, they're going to let it happen. They're going to let it happen in this country. Canada, now the report, Canada gets attacked and Muslims play the victim card. Isn't that what they typically do? We're the victim. You're just against us because you hate Islam. I hate evil. 
The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. The Bible says. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. You don't believe it? Look look up the verse. Go up to blueletterbible.com. King King James says that. In every wicked way, I hate, essentially. So, going further, Christian school in UK forced to have Islamists lead the assembly or be closed. Christian school in the UK. This is how horrific it is getting. Forced to have an Islamist lead the assembly or be closed? Are you kidding me? Let me just read a little bit of this. Well, America, all you have to do to see what Islam is going to be attempting in America and have attempted and gotten away and gotten in America is to look across the pond in the United Kingdom. In the UK, they have appeased the Muslims and have now kowtowed to them to the point of where a British Christian school is being threatened with closure if they do not allow a Muslim imam to lead their assemblies. If I was the head of that Christian school, it would be over my dead body. And I mean that literally. That would not happen. I'm not talking about going out and killing people. I'm saying they'd have to kill me before I would let that happen. Are you kidding me? I mean, this is just... Again, what are we going to tolerate? Satan will keep pushing. He's never going to stop pushing until he's cast in a lake of fire. A successful Christian school has been warned it is to be downgraded by inspectors and could even face closure after failing to invite a leader from another religion, an imam, to lead the assemblies. The small independent school in the home countries was told in its breach of new rules intended to promote British values such as individual liberty and tolerance in the wake of the Trojan horse scandal involving infiltration by hardline Muslim groups in Birmingham. This is just, I can't even comprehend what I'm reading here. The group warned the new rules intended to combat extremism are already having disturbing consequences for religious schools and forcing their inspectors to act in a way which undermines their ethos. I, I, unbelievable. So you either, you either let this imam come in and lead your assembly or whatever, we're going to shut you down. (laughs) One of them to call evil good and good evil. Next report. Asia Bibi, Muslim death sentence upheld. The case stems from an argument with her Muslim neighbors over a cup of water in 2009. Aza Bibi recounts that when they made, the Muslims made derogatory statements about her religion, Christianity, she responded as, quote, I believe in my religion and in Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for the sins of mankind. What did your prophet Muhammad ever do to save mankind? Question mark, end of quote. Yeah, amen, Asa. Well, they're going to kill her for saying that, though. Over... This was over a, a cup of water, this argument, evidently. So they're going to they're gonna kill her for that. Because, you know, they're, they're so righteous and they're so wonderful and, and obviously they have every right to, to kill her for saying such a thing. They can rape, steal, kill, generally mutilate all they want, though. They can do whatever they want, but Christians just, you better just keep your mouth shut. Yeah, she had her conviction and sentence upheld by a Pakistani high court. Listen to these devils, how they operate. Punjab Governor Salzman Tazir, who intended to present a petition for mercy on Asia's behalf, was killed by his own police guard on the 4th of July, 2011, because he was for her, okay? Two months later, the only Christian member of the cabinet that would, you know, decide her fate, whose name was Shabazz Bihati, was killed, also killed, for supporting Asia and seeking to reform Pakistan's blasphemy laws, which are often used to settle personal scores and put pressure on religious minorities. (laughs) Unbelievable. 
unbelievable. So, um, they're still trying to fight this. There is, um, so I, I would ask that you pray about it. And, and, um, I guess, oh, that, oh, that already happened though. Friday, October 31st, there was a, uh, there was some type of hearing. So, again, just to pray about that, I mean, it's just, it's hard to keep up with all of the wicked, evil things that are going on around the earth and all of the injustice that is constantly being, um, that we're constantly seeing on almost a daily basis here. Next report. Woman kills rapist with her own gun, Muslim rapist, ISIS beheads her as a reward. Because, you know, with a rapist in Islam, you have to have, what, like, four or five witnesses or three or four witnesses to say that you were being raped. And that never, ever happens. So, you know, if you kill somebody as a woman, if you kill a Muslim rapist, and you don't supposedly have three to four or five witnesses to testify to that effect, well, then you're going to be killed. So, ISIS beheaded her. Next report, Islamic jihadists engage in multiple attacks in Canada, multiple gunmen in Islamic State garb. We all probably heard about that not too long ago. Video of father helps ISIS militants stone his own daughter as per Sharia. Sharia law is part of it. Which is what they want to bring here. A young Syrian woman accused of adultery, who it was falsely accused of adultery, was sentenced to be stoned to, to death. Her father zealously helped carry out the death sentence. These are all linked reports you can click on. I've already sent this out in my last newsletter, but you can click on these if you want to see more. Again, it's all false, but the, the, the good old, dear old dad wanted to zealously help carry out killing his own daughter. Okay, I mean, can you comprehend the evil, the amount of devils that would have to occupy one's flesh in order to get you to that point where you would want to zealously stone your own daughter. Pure evil. Un, I mean, it just, it just goes on and on. Another, The next report, horrible. Muslim terrorists execute more than 700 men and boys. <clears throat> next report. Islamic Abbas advisor says murder of the three-month-old Israeli-slash-American baby is a heroic martyr. The murderer, the Muslim murderer of a three-month-old Israeli-American baby is a, quote, heroic martyr. You know, I wish that all of Islam could get a real good glimpse, a good five-minute glimpse of this heroic martyr as he burns and rots in hell right now. I bet you there'd be a lot of people, Muslims, that got saved. Bet you'd be a ton of them that got saved if they were able to actually see where they're heading, where their heroic martyr, or maybe show all the martyrs. Kind of show a big panoramic view of all these heroic Muslim martyrs that have died throughout the ages as they burn in hell and are tormented where the worm dieth not, as the Bible says. I think they'd have a change of heart. Real quick. I really pray that for them. I really do. It's not that I want them to go to hell, but if they're going to continue in wickedness, unrepented, unrequited wickedness, it would be far better that God take them so that they're not able to commit further wickedness. And that's the whole premise of Psalm 64. And if you haven't heard the teaching I've done on that, just key in the word Psalm at contendingfortruth.com and you'll see Psalm 64 in precatory prayers. <clears throat> Imprecatory prayers are for people like this. Cults that are nothing more than an extension of Satan's hand on planet Earth. So what imprecatory prayers, I believe, are for. That God would fight against them that fight against us. That God would stop the hand of the wicked. That they're not able to commit further wickedness. That the devils that operate through those people in this death cult would not be able to um, commit further sin. Act through them. 
Next report. Uh, <clears throat> ISIS stones a Syrian woman to death. There's a video of that. I don't advise you watch it, but it's there. And then the last, no, not the last one, second to last. Yazidi women raped by ISIS beg America to, quote, please bomb us. Quote, please bomb us to end our misery. These are people that are going to hell. The Yazidis are really weird. They're not Christians, okay? There's some Christianity, kind of pagan Christianity, kind of commingled into that. But they're basically asking, send us to hell. Now, they don't know that, and I don't want them to go to hell, obviously. I pray to God they all get saved. They're peaceful people. They seem to be very nice, but they're in a cult. And that's why when they say all these Christians are being persecuted, I'm like, well, there's such a loose interpretation of what a Christian is. You know? And I don't think they even include the Yazidis in that. I don't know. I don't think they do, though. But it's so bad. ISIS is is so wicked and so evil, they're they're begging America to bomb them to end their suffering so that they're not raped more. It's the fruit of Islam, the wonderful religion of peace. Everywhere it goes, it just it just exudes such wonderfulness. Next report, Islamic Abbas Fatah encourages more terror attacks and continues to heat up atmosphere in Jerusalem by saying, quote, run over, friend, run over the foreign settler. The Jews are defiling Al-Aska. Will you not rage? Alaska is their mosque on the Temple Mount. The Alaska Mosque. Needs to be gone. Doesn't have any right to even be there. But this is the big thing about the uh, contention for the Temple Mount with uh, Alaska Mosque is the third most holy, quote, holy site in Islam. And so they're always at, at odds with the Jews over the Temple Mount site. They've got their own mosque up there. You know, Jews don't have anything. And so there's a whole link to that. Just unbelievable. Next report, Pakistani, Pakistan, Christian couple burned alive by Muslims on fake blasphemy charges. This just happened. Young couple, Shabaz Masia and Shama Bibi, parents of four small children and another on the way were burned alive by a mob in Pakistan. Now, this is just the last week. These are just small cross-sample of stories. I do this every week. This is every week, this stuff like this. These are, they, 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 they tend to get more, a little bit more horrific as time goes by. Because if you give Satan an inch, he takes a mile. And, and so he's getting away with more with Islam, so he's going to do more through it. And that's why I report on this stuff, to expose it and, and um, for people to pray about it and, and hopefully to create enough public awareness so that action is taken to protect these poor people. Unbelievable. Parents of four small children and another on the way were burned alive by a mob in Pakistan for what appears to be trumped up charges of blasphemy. And they are. They just make stuff up. Just like the last lady that they're gonna—they're scheduled to kill, Aisa Bibi, that we just talked about. After a local mullah made a public ruling that the couple was guilty of blasphemy, and we know those mullahs aren't just you know total demon possessed vessels of Satan, and they're always going to render a righteous decision, obviously. Um, he ruled the couple—the couple was guilty of blasphemy by throwing out pages of a Quran which never even happened. A mob of about 500 people. Oh boy, I bet you they were feeling sanctimonious as they were marching over to their house to to, um, do this nice satanic deed. Including Muslims from neighboring villages began forming. So there were, who knows, there might have been a thousand people there. Relatives of the couple say the entire family was threatened and everyone began to flee, including children who have still not yet been accounted for days later. They're probably all dead too. The couple had planned to flee with their young children as well, but were left with no time to do so. Instead, they barricaded themselves inside a building to escape the mob, comprised of their fellow workers at a brick factory where the couple was employed. The mob broke down the door and began beating the couple. They broke their legs so they couldn't run, and then they threw them into the fire. 
a kiln in the brick factory. A kiln is where you you um you essentially fire brick or pottery. My grandma had one. She used to do pottery. And there was pottery everywhere when I went to my grandma and grandpa's house. And she had a little kiln in her garage. And they threw them into the kiln after they broke their legs so they couldn't run. How brave of them. What righteous, What a righteous deed they've done for Satan. Gill said only some of the bones and hair were found at the site. That's all that was left. Those kilns get real hot. It's, it's like a crematorium, essentially. Gill added that a rumor had started over a rumor. This is all based on a rumor. See, this is the thing about Islam. Once they identify you as being Christian, they can make whatever rumor up that they, they want to about you. It, there could be absolutely, they could just be, they just, because they don't like you, they say you blasphemed Allah or did something. Well, then, then you're, you're as good as dead, according to them. Several verses of the Quran were burned by the wife after being left behind by the wife's deceased father. They, this is the, this rumor circulated. <laughs> the murder took place. I, I wish I had a whole pile of them. I'd, I'd love to burn them all. Every every Quran that, that is in existence is a cursed book. There's a big devil connected to it. Just if you didn't know that, it's a cursed object. And would need to be burned. It's the only way you could really handle something like that. Throwing it in the trash wouldn't be the primary way you'd want to deal with a cursed object. Whether it's a witchcraft manual, whether it's a Ouija board, whether it's a Quran, whatever unholy thing that we're dealing with here, you the primary way to deal with it is burning them. If it's a statue or some type of idol, you'd want to break it and then burn it as well. Ideally. And it might not always be have an option, but... Um, Oh, but it's okay to burn Bibles and have, you know, all that kind of stuff. That's fine. But don't you dare burn one of our unholy devil books, the Quran. Oh, no, you can't do that. The murder took place in Rat, in Kat, I'm sorry, Kat, Radha, Kishnan, a Punjab province where the majority of Pakistan's close to 4 million Christians reside. Oh, God help them. God help them. The Human Rights Commission of Pakistan also said the incident stemmed over a dispute about money. The owners of the brick kiln, who were among those who participated in the mob killing, said the couple owed them money. Oh, really? Isn't that convenient? Now that they're dead and they'll never be able to, you know, speak for themselves ever again. The rights group who sent a team to investigate the incident said the team did not come across any evidence of desecration of the Quran. Meaning they, there, was, there was no Quran that was even desecrated. It was all made up in lies. These people were Christian. They weren't liked because they were Christian. For one reason or another, they made this stuff up and then they had the mob come and just kill them in the most horrific way possible. But there's Islamic justice for you. More religion of peace. On display. False charges of blasphemy, a crime in Pakistan punishable by death or uh, life imprisonment, are often used as a means of revenge to settle personal disputes or insults. But most positive, Pakistan's where they're, they were interviewing the guy, the taxi, tar- the taxi cab driver I told you about before. I mean, they, I mean, these people openly admitted to it, where they rape little kids in the street. That's okay, though. That's okay. Men gang raping little little uh, homeless uh, street street boys. Little little nine ten year olds. That's fine. That's that's good. That's not frowned upon. That's wonderful. But if there's even a charge of, of blasphemy against the Quran, oh, you're gonna die in the most horrific day. But ra- hey, rape rape to your heart's content. Rape all the little boys you want to rape because that's righteous according to Allah. You know, yeah. It's an awesome religion. I'll tell you. I highly advise it. I mean, where do I sign up? How? I mean, it's just mind-blowing, the hypocrisy. That that every time I, I, I talk about Islam, hypocrisy is the main... Evil and hypocrisy is the main thing that really is presented, typically. But it's all allowed to go on. 
Uh, going further, the HRCP said that this was what happened in this current case. Rumors that the couple were had desecrated the Quran were spread to nearby villages and announcements were made through a mosque loudspeaker. Oh, isn't that convenient? You know, that they got the, the whole, the, the whole, um, rumor mill going and, um, wanted to make sure that you spread it through the mosque loudspeakers so that they'd have a nice good crowd to go down there and burn those poor innocent people alive. Probably kill all their kids. All these people should die that did this to them. They should all be executed for doing this. You cannot let evil get away with this type of evil or it will continue to perpetuate. It will continue to happen at an increased at an increasing rate. You cannot let Satan get away with this type of wicked, evil behavior. I'm not talking about revenge here. I'm talking about righteous judgment. They're just going to do it to more Christians. They're going to kill more Christians. I'm talking about from a justice standpoint. From a judicial justice standpoint. That's what they deserve. I'm not saying it's going to happen. Oh, no. I mean, Islam has the most protected status on the planet. I'm just saying, from a righteous judgment, judicial standpoint, they deserve to die. And it would send a message to other Muslims in that area that, you know what? You're not going to get away with this if you try this. But because they did get away with it, this is going to continue to happen at an increasing rate. Most likely, unless God intervenes. The group also said that its investigators found out that four policemen were dispatched to the kiln to take the couple into protective custody. The only... Um, now, hold on, before I get into that. And, uh, it said, okay, so four policemen were dispatched to the kiln to take the couple into protective custody. But they were also beaten on orders from the kiln owners. So, th- again, we see this again. Policemen getting beat by Muslims. Because they become the law. When they get to enough numbers, they usurp the law, they become the law, they have their no-go zones area. If you go in there, whether you're policeman, fireman, ambulance, whatever, even if you're trying to help them, they'll kill you. Or they they could potentially kill you. Because they're too stupid to understand what somebody's trying to help them, evidently. People trying to help them. Well, we, we kill you. You're an infidel. You don't have any right to be here. Fine, have it your way. Never saw a, a more group of stupid Demon-possessed vessels of Satan. Just ridiculously. It's like... Their mind is so darkened with evil that, that they can't... They're incapable of making any kind of sensible or reasonable decision about anything. It's their, It's like they're literally walk-ins. You know what a walk-in is? It's basically when a, a devil comes into you and you're not even... It's like you're on total demonic autopilot. You're not even at the controls anymore. It is literally just a a devil using you as a container to do his bidding, to do whatever. You're you're not even you're not even on the radar anymore. You're somewhere, you're locked up in the trunk and he's and he's um at the steering wheel at the brake and gas pedal with the gear shifter, he's he's totally in control. This is literally what you're 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 seeing here. And the Bible does predict that evil men and seducers shall wax, meaning grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Second Timothy two thirteen. So this is evidence of that. I, I see it most clearly evident that verse in in Islam. I, I see it most clearly evident on a global scale, on a wickedness scale with Islam more than any other. Religion that I'm able to identify. Um, if you go to chick.com, c h i c k dot com, they've got a whole section on um, Muslims, on um, witnessing, and um, let me see here. I, I wanted to just yeah, Islam, chick.com, and then they've got a whole page tracks on it, that expose it, they've got comic books, they've got books, they've got um, free articles you can you can uh, click on here, 
um, and how to approach this. So, actually, you know what? Let me just, I'm just going to copy and paste a whole bunch of these. I'm going I'm to copy and paste these, these links in, um, and I'm going to put it in my PDF right now. And then that way you can click on them right off the PDF. You don't even have to go there if you don't want to. And it'll, it'll give you a whole bunch of information, you know, about this. I'm going to put it right after the next report that I'm going to be talking about. It's the last um, Muslim report that I have here. And I want to do it now while I'm still thinking um, of doing this. Okay, so anyway, you'll see that in there. It is a whole bunch of reports on, on this particular subject. And um, that ought to give you a ton of firepower regarding this, if you're, if you're unsure how to, what to do about this, and um, it'll really kind of give you a lot of, of, of insight into their thinking in this type of thing. So, the, the last report regarding this particular section is, um, the number of persecuted Christians in the world is 150 million, as far as um, what this particular organization says. There is There are many other figures, terrifying and dramatic, in the pages of the it's called the Black Book of the Plight of Christians in the World, a unique initiative of French scholars and coordinated by journalist Samuel Levine, snapshots of a global and amorphous war. In particular, there is a disconcerting statistic, which is says 80% of the acts of religious persecution in the world are directed against Christians. Imagine that. I'm sure that's just a coincidence, that it's just all seems to be 80% of all acts of religious persecution are directed at Christians. How many victims? The Center for Study on Global Christianity brings the average of 100,000 Christians killed each year for their faith throughout the last decade. An average of five Christians every minute. Five Christians every minute are dying right now. Mostly at the hands of Islam, I would believe. I can't see anybody more than Islam. I know China, sure. North Korea, sure. Yeah, and, and I'm sure. But I would say as far as what I'm seeing, I don't think anything's going to compare to Islam right now. Yesterday, and again, they go on to say, yesterday in Pakistan, two Christians, including a pregnant woman, the lady was pregnant, that they burned alive in the kiln, yeah, where they worked, Um, so that's, that's all that. And again, then now I'm, I'm posting all this stuff about Islam here from Chick. And, uh, so you have that at your disposal. So I'm going to go ahead and, uh, let me see here. Um, we're going to switch gears here, but I'm not going to end the teaching yet. We're going to switch gears here and talk about another subject. Okay. So continuing on, uh, switching gears, this report is Joel Osteen says Barack Obama is a Christian. So I'm I'm glad we got that clarified straightened out and can put that that baby to rest. <clears throat> this goes on to say there are still self-professed quote Christians who continue to promote the heresies and unbiblical teachings of Joel Osteen and his wife Victoria. Previously we pointed out how Victoria Osteen said, our worship of God should be done for ourselves. Yeah, she said that. Our worship of God should be done for ourselves. Because it's always all about me, 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 you know, in Christianity. There's a link to that, if you'd like to see that. In an interview with Wolf Blitzer, Osteen said that Barack Obama is a Christian. Well, let's hear it out of his own mouth. Another congregant comes to you, hypothetically, it may have happened... This is Wolf Blitzer interviewing good old Joel. He says, you know, I really want to re-elect President Obama, but I've heard he's, he's a Muslim. And in fact, in that Pew survey that came out not that long ago, 18% of folks say he's really... A Which he is a Muslim. He was born and raised a Muslim. And you just don't, you know, it's like the mob, you just don't get out, typically. Uh, and this is all he's known. He's also a lot of other things as well, but... He's, he's definitely no Christian, obviously. Muslim. What do you say to that kind of guy? Well, I would tell them that I've been with the president, 
at the Easter breakfasts, not five feet away from him, heard him talk about his faith, talk about redemption, talk about salvation, and, you know, I just... Salvation through who? Satan? Sure not through Jesus Christ, in, in Obama's case, or in Joel's case, either. Believe in all my heart that he's a Christian, he says he is. He believes in all his wicked black heart. When the Bible says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked, who can know it? And he who trusteth in his own heart is a fool. And there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Thank you, Joel. Again, I wouldn't try to push people away. I mean, if, uh, you know, that's just the opposite of what we're supposed to do. What, what a slime bag. This guy has had the most wicked fruit, Barack Obama. And this devil goes up here and basically defends him. And defends him supposedly being a Christian. I mean, he could care less about how many people he takes to hell, Joel Osteen. He could care less. And that's what his goal on planet Earth is truly to do, is to get man, as many people into hell and then the lake of fire as possible. And so, I would encourage him in that. 2 Timothy 3.13, But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being, being deceived. He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. 1 John 2, 4. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. 1 John 1, 6. Um, and obviously, Barack Obama and Joel Osteen have great fellowship with darkness. And they're leading people in, obviously, the wrong direction. So, you can read more about this. There's a link we provide here on the PDF. Next report. Pope goes Darwin pushes evolution in the Big Bang Theory. Pope Francis addressed the Pontifical Academy of Sciences at the Vatican on Monday. And what he said shook many Christians, not though not those of us who know the, who he truly is. The Pope said that God is not a, quote, ma magician with a magic wand, and that the theories of evolution and Big Bang, which have never been proven, are real. I mean, they're the most asinine things on the planet, both the theory of evolution and, and Big Bang. I mean, they're... They're the most unscientific things that if you actually start to really look at them and analyze them, that, that really has ever been foisted upon the planet, and yet it's what is accepted as scientific, even though they've never been proven. According to The Independent, Francis explained that both scientific theories were not incompatible, both scientific theories, meaning the Big Bang and evolution. Okay, uh, we, okay so essentially we, there were some rock in space billions and billions of years ago and it decided to explode and that eventually turned into a whole bunch of planets and solar systems and all this stuff by chance and we just had this one solar system where um, of course you know they would say there's many where we had a sun form from this big bang and on one of the planets that was just right for human and, and um, uh, habitation we started having all these processes happen on the planet. Now, if you believe in the ancient astronaut theory, the aliens came here, but then again, where'd they come from? I guess they just evolved out of nothingness. And they seeded the planet with uh, uh, amoeba cell-like creatures, and one day the rain was raining on the rocks, and lightning hit it, and it transformed the uh, slime into these two-cell amoeba, or, or, or maybe it transformed the two-cell amoeba into something where it got it going into more of a fish thing, and the fish eventually kind of grew legs and kind of slithered up on dry land, and it ended up becoming a buzzard, and the buzzard, you know, um, turned into a llama, and the llama turned into a monkey, and the monkey eventually evolved into some type of caveman thing, man, Piltdown man, Neanderthal man, and then you get into where it finally evolved into us. That's pretty much the theories of Big Bang and evolution all wrapped up into one wonderful believable, I think the key word here is believable, package. And again, it takes a whole lot more faith to believe that bunch of garbage than it ever would to, to believe that there was a creator who created the universe, namely Jesus Christ, and that all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made according to First John, or John chapter 1, I'm sorry. Takes a whole lot more, whole lot more faith to believe the other, Big Bang and evolution. Two totally asinine outer space. You got to be crazy to believe them type of theories.
based on nothing, based on no proof, what are you going to do? Have a first-hand account? No, it just happened. We're, we're going to believe it by faith. You want to believe it because you don't want to believe that there is a God, there's a creator that you are going to be accountable to when it's all said and done. Because people want to live the way they want to live and sin the way that they want to sin. And they, want, they don't want to believe that after this life there's any repercussions for anything. There's no heaven, maybe, well, there's heaven, of course, according to a lot of people. But there's no hell, there's no consequences, Therefore, I can do whatever I want, and because I believe in the Big Bang and evolution, it gives me that warm and fuzzy feeling that I don't have to worry about dealing with God after I die. That's the main reason, if you really want to boil it down, what I just said. People do not want to be held accountable. I mean, it's a scary thought, even as a Christian, being held accountable by God. Going, the Bible says we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, if you're a Christian. The great, great white throne judgment for those unsaved that will then be cast into the lake of fire. That's where you do not want to end up at the great white throne judgment. The judgment seat of Christ is where all Christians go. And there it even says some will be saved yet so is by fire. Where your works will be tried. Wood, hay, stubble, or gold, silver, or precious stones. The, the gold, silver, precious stones will hold up under the fire as they would a fire. They will be more purified. Silver is purified of its impurities. And precious metals are purified of its impurities at high levels. Um, I watched a show the other day, and they were showing about rubies, how they have to be heated in order to actually give off that unbelievably beautiful, um, sparkly ruby color. They just don't come out of the ground that way. They have to be heated. In order for that, that has to be done just right. It's a closely guarded secret, evidently, in Thailand. And um, there's not a lot of people that know how to do it there. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that there's other people, other places, but, um, I mean, I see those precious stones like that, not that I'm, I'm desiring them or I want them, but, oh man, the, the stones, the, all of the different types of gems and stones that have come out of the earth, that, that many of them have just been discovered in the last maybe 100 years. It is so amazing, all of the diversity, and how, I mean, like, Tanzanite, which is like a sapphire. Sapphires are just that midnight electric blue. Tanzanite is much like that. Only You can only harvest it in Tanzania. Or, uh, yeah, I believe so. The part of Africa. It only occurs there. Only place on the planet. That's why they call it Tanzanite. And all I can think of is the Lord. The Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, in one way or another, created those. Man found them, found a way to um, cut away the outside. Sometimes they need to be heated, and then and then um, facet them in the various ways they do that. And then they turn out this unbelievably gorgeous... All I can think of is when I see that is, is, is the Lord Jesus Christ. Literally, that's all I can... That's what it makes me think about. And then you, you look in the Bible where the different foundations of the New Jerusalem and will be these different precious stones and things of this nature. So anyway, I got off on a real tangent there, but um, going back to this report, Francis explained that both, Pope Francis, that both scientific theories, the Big Bang and evolution, were not incompatible with the existence of a creator, Arguing instead that they require it. Well, how is that, Francis? How is it that they require it? Both of those theories are are essentially the very essence and existence of trying to get around the Bible. That's why they were created, to get around it, to disprove it. Not to prove that there is a creator, but the exact opposite. That it was some chance, random thing. Well, who made the rock originally then that the Big Bang happened from? And how did actual life form? Oh, well, it was the rain raining on the rocks and lightning hit it and formed a two-cell amoeba that eventually evolved into us. Yeah, right. Right. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, if you took all the respective parts of a Rolex and you threw them all over the ground, how many millions of years would it take for those pieces to slink themselves back together, to kind of crawl back together and reform the Rolex watch? 
okay, well, we're far more complex than a Rolex watch. But you would never believe that could happen with a Rolex. Well, you'd be rightly, you'd be right in saying that. It's never going to happen. <laughs> Just unbelievable. And then he goes on to say, when we read about creation in Gen- Genesis, we run the risk of imagining God was a magician. We run the risk. With a magic wand able to do everything. But that is not so. End of quote. Oh, so God's not able to do everything. Oh, really? That's not what my Bible says. I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? That's what the Bible says. Okay, so there are exa- that exact place is Jeremiah thirty-two twenty-seven, where it says, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? And again, the verse that I just quoted, you know, all things were made by him, meaning Jesus Christ, and without him was not anything made that was made. So, this devil, this blasphemous fork-tongued devil from the pit of hell, Pope Francis, comes up here and says, he wasn't a magician with a magic wand, and I'm not saying he was that, but able to do everything, but that is not so. Oh, really? You'll be eating those words in hell in the lake of fire, Francis. I guarantee you that. See, all this guy is here to do is to, is to destroy your faith. That's all Francis is here to do. And, and, and to get all Catholics, keep trusting in those that works-based religion, that where you think your good works and all that is going to get you into heaven. And that's not the way it goes. Not by works of righteousness are we saved, but according to his mercy he saved us. We're not saved through works. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Okay? That's how we're saved. Not of works. So, this guy is nothing but an antichrist. I'm not saying he is the antichrist, but he is a antichrist. He is against Christ. That's what that word means. He added, quote, He created human beings and let them develop to the internal laws that he gave to each one so that they would reach their fulfillment. Now, I don't know if that's a veiled reference to that we did evolve. Evidently, I think that's what he's saying there. So evidently, we we evolved into, into our present form from whatever. Well, God is no magician and he needs no magic wand for sure, but then the Bible is not the authority for this pope, nor has it ever been the ultimate authority of any pope. These comments should come as no surprise. While he rightly says Christians should reject that the world came into existence by chance, he then goes on to side with those who don't believe in the actual creation account of Genesis as written. He declares that the Big Bang is compatible with creation and that God carries out creation by means of the Big Bang and evolution, but fails to explain just how that is accomplished. Because you can't explain it. It's all wild speculation. Totally wild speculation. The reality is is that both Christians and atheists alike can view the exact same information and yet filter it through their worldview. Absolutely. When it comes to the beginning of a matter, neither was around to view what brought it into existence, nor can they recreate it. I just believe what the Bible says in Genesis 1. <clears throat> God spoke it into existence. So, the reality is that both views rely on faith. Frankly, it takes a lot more imagination to buy into evolution or the Big Bang than it does to believe that God merely spoke things and things came into existence and over the course um, of a few days he created all things. However, the difference between the two views is the one who believes in creation has a reason for the purpose of creation. In other words, if you believe in, in the Big Bang and evolution, which is a was a key tenet for Hitler and is a key tenet for all secular humanists and, and people that want to deny the existence of a god, well, then what's the point of trying to live a righteous life? What's the, what's the point of morality? We're just a big cosmic science experiment, and, and so do what thou will should be the whole of the law, according to Aleister Crowley, you know, the high-level devil 666 beast occultist. Where, if it feels good, do it. Because we're just... We came from nothing, we're going to go to nothing. We might as well have fun while we're here. 
But that's a key tenet of, of the degradation of society. Is believing in this garbage. Let's go back to this. Um, the reason there was a creation was to glorify God and that he might demonstrate his attributes in the course of history through his creation. But continuing along with Pope Francis, he said that the Big Bang doesn't contradict the intervention of a divine creator, but demands it. Oh, really? Um, he goes on to say, my friend Dan Garrison found these comments by Wayne Jackson at, Jackson at the Christian Courier, which I think sum up how I tend to respond to these claims. Are the Bible and the Big Bang Theory in agreement? No. And informed persons on both sides of the issue are always aware of this fact. Paul Stidell, an astronomer, has noted, um, this is referenced, he said, quote, No astronomers would ever think of the Big Bang as the creation event of Genesis. The Big Bang was invented specifically for the purpose of doing away with the creation event. Did you hear that? An astronomer, okay, the, the, these whole parts of, of the scientific world, like with NASA and these types of things, ultimately, what is their main goal? Their main goal is to d disprove the Bible and to prove that there is no creator. So that we would have no faith in the word of God and that nobody could ever get saved. That's the ultimate, that's the ultimate goal of all this, through Satan. He says, this astronomer says, the Big Bang was invented specifically for the purpose of doing away with the creation event. It was their answer to Genesis 1. These wonderful scientists, astronomers. An astronomer would laugh at the nativity, na naivete, of anyone who chose to equate the two events. The fact is, there is a significant contradictions between the Big Bang Theory and the Bible record. This Pope continues to demonstrate that he does not believe the Word of God, much like many who are his predecessors. He has blasted capitalism as the new tyranny, welcomed Islam with open arms, overseen Vatican bishops that declared homosexuals have gifts and qualities to offer the Christian community, and that was a quote, talked about establishing a United Nations of Religions, and laying the groundwork for the one world religion. This this guy is 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 you know tool of Satan number one, essentially. Pope Francis, pure evil. And all of those things that I just listed there, they're they're hot link, they're linked, so you can go and see where he welcomed Islam and, and wants to have the United Nations of Religion and talked about the homosexuals and these types of things. So. Uh, he's he's pure evil. Okay, now we're... Actually, I tell you what. I'm going to go ahead and stop here. And we're going to go to part three. We're going to do a little bit more of a health corner. Some Just some very interesting things. I even learned quite a bit from this particular report. So I'm going to go ahead and end part two. And we will go to part three next. God bless you.